This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV. For all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels. For the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on you foxes! All right there, all right the back, how the devil are you? Welcome along. Can you believe it's back already? What were you doing on the 9th of January last year? I think a few thousand of you were probably at Stoke City watching us win 4-0, having no idea where that was going to lead to. This is Lester Till I Die TV. Catch us on YouTube Live, Twitter and Facebook and your favourite podcast platform. And thank you for listening, if that is what you were doing.
watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favorite podcast platform or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Oh, God. Yep. A year ago, give or take a couple of days, Leicester City travelled to Stoke and got a 4-0 win. I think what was more surprising was the fact that Perez got a goal. Maybe that's his forte scoring when we play in championship clubs. I don't know. But even Fafana got a goal. Do you remember Fafana? He's the guy that we've got a defender that he, <laughs> we haven't been able to play for uh, for months because of some dirty Spaniard. Oh, my therapist says it's good to talk. <laughs> this is a show. It's the Premier League preview show with Chris and Craig on Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Yeah, it's not actually Craig, but standing in for Craig is the immensely handsome and rugged and good-looking <laughs> Josh <laughs> with his ever-so-manly mug. Good evening, Josh. How the devil are you? I don't know about handsome, mate, especially after Christmas. I feel like I've uh, put on about two stones, so it's, uh, it's catching up with me now. <laughs> if, if it's only two, then you've not done bad. I, I, I dread to think what I've put on. But, uh, hey, I've got, I've, got, I've got it all here ready. Look, well, here we go. I've got the flag, I've got the hat on, I've got the... 12 months ago, and what was it you said before we started? All that exciting to look at, just getting knocked out in the first round by Watford. Oh, that's good, yeah, but get beat by Watford. (laughs) I mean, I love love your optimism, but this is who we are playing. Is. I mean, we, we could have got a worse draw. We're at home. Um, there are worse draws. But this is something that we've never, in my lifetime, really... I mean, yes, I suppose we've done it with the League Cup. But if we're totally honest with you, it's not the same. We're defending. We're defending holders of the FA Cup. And I still have to pinch myself a little bit to, uh, to when I say that. Is it's strange? It's um, like like you say, you know, the the Stoke game, is, which is what nearly well over a year ago now. It's uh, mm. only seems like yesterday, to be honest with you. And then you think, you know, the run we went on to obviously go on and lift the trophy. It's is it's mental. And like you say, you know, for being sort of defending champions of the FA Cup, it is uh, it's really strange to say, but uh, it's lovely to say it. <laughs> it, it is, and I'm I'm not going to say that over the past few years that this club's made me cry on a few occasions and uh, when uh, when we lifted the trouble when the final whistle went that that I was t- I was with my son watching it and he was talking to him and I turned away so that he couldn't see me crying but I had to turn around to sort of answer him and he was crying as well I mean <laughs> we've got some fantastic memories uh, but it was different times last year of course we were we were flying high yeah, it's, I think we, we've said many times as well, mate, this season's been a really strange one. Again, as you know, as today it's come out as well, we've been plagued by injuries and it's, mm. it's not really out. We've just been really inconsistent this season. Um, but 
you know, as I say, I joked earlier about going out to Watford tomorrow, you know, a nice, a nice cut run, you know, could, 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 just totally sort of not make you forget about the season yeah. because, again, it's just been one of them where it, we've just been, it's neither really, it's not really been neither here nor there, really. You know, you look at the place in the league and I think we're only yeah. so like six points off the top five, top six, something like that. So any, everything can, everything can change. So, yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice to, nice to go on another cut run and like you say, hopefully um, put up a good fight defending, defending uh, yes. the trophy anyway, if we can. You just know it's going to be a, like you know Premier League clubs all the way <laughs> when we get yeah. it. But I mean, <laughs> it's just it is a funny season, like you say. And I think we're so tantalisingly close to things because mm. even though we're not performing, but then no nobody else. Apart when you get past Man City, Chelsea, Liverpool, nobody's performing. Nobody's fighting to get ahead. Nobody seems to want to get that fourth position. And anybody can be anybody, but. I think if we were in this position with a fully fit squad, then it would be completely different. I think, you know, yeah. we would have a right to moan. But, you you know, we moan about Brendan and we're football fans. But at the end of the day, you know, he's, he's had a lot to put up with this year, hasn't he? He has. And you know what? I think you raise a good point there. I think it's probably only the last few weeks, really, where, you know, I think we've all been critical of, of Brendan this season with mm. some of the some of the decisions he's made and subs in game and some of the tactics he's set up for us against, you know, against teams. But I probably just realise now that like you say, you know, I think today's a today's a prime example of he's really up against it. You know, he's had players out, you know, obviously everybody's suffering with the with the COVID situation at the minute. So that's you know, that, that sort of is what it is. But you know, yeah. we've had a few games postponed now as well. So it's on top of that, you know, we've got the conference league coming up and it's just a lot of football to it's a lot of football to get in, and obviously with the amount of players we've got out, I think you know, like I say, we we all know league wise we could we could be doing better, but as you say, and you you raise a really good point. Apart from like you know, you say your, your Man Cities, your Liverpool's, and your Chelsea's, really nobody's really been that consistent this season. Nobody's put together a, a, a long, good, consistent runner runner wins and sort of pulling away from the chasing pack, so to speak. So that's why I think you know he's. There's, there's every chance we can still be up there come the end of the season. There is. Maybe, you know, I, I'm holding out the hope that this is the season we do it the other way round. We come from behind yeah. rather than be up front and lose it. But, you know, we... we we've, yeah, we have had some funny results. And like I say, you know, it's Brendan trying to balance the books sometimes with his subs or what have you and keep everybody fit, which, which is hard. But... It, We've take, we've took the defending and more most likely they're going to be the new champions as well. To you know, we have, we gave them a right scare four nil down, mm. and most teams would have. Thought we came out and you know the fans admit that they were really scared. We beat Liverpool with a depleted squad, and when they've got you know the best players in there, it, it, I think we've just got to accept with no way we're going to think we're going to get relegated. You know, there are definitely three, probably four or five teams that are definitely worse than us. But I think mm -hmm. we're, you know, we're not going to be in that position. And like you say, sometimes you just got to take a season when you go, yeah, okay. You know, this is the one we have to, to sit back. We'll just win the conference and get into the Europa League that way. There you go. There you go. <laughs> it's as easy as that. <laughs> yeah. Easy. We're not going to lose to Randers. Who's Randers? You know? <laughs> Put the kiss of death on it there. <laughs> I'm going to ask you, before we get on to Watford, I'm going to ask you now, because had we... It was a funny 
group, we finally probably got the group we've managed to avoid for the last couple of times in Europe, last season and then also the Champions League one, we've had reasonably easy groups. But had we managed to just sneak through, we would have got Barcelona. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I know Barcelona, they're not playing the best at the moment, but with the squad we've got, I wouldn't have felt confident about beating them. So we'd have probably had two more games. But we've not. We've dropped down to the conference. Yes, we've got Randers. And again, Twitching on instead, we could lose, but you would hope we would go through and therefore have a longer run in Europe. Would you have sooner got through and played Barcelona or have gone into the conference as we have done and played, you know, played possibly more games, which is what I I prefer to do, to be honest with you. I think so. At the time, I remember um, I remember coming on the show after the the last Napoli game when we we did actually go out, and um, mm. I think at the time it was obviously it was straight after straight after full time, so it was all still a bit raw. And yes. at the time, I was sort of saying about you know I didn't really want to be in a Conference League, but you, you know you look at it now and you think you know in 10, 20 years time, you know the Conference it, it's going to be a competition that grows and grows, and it's it's. It's a good opportunity for four, te- you know, teams like us. You know, we all like to think that Leicester, we, to us, we're the biggest club in the world. But yeah. it's a competition that, you know, really, you know, realistically, we've got a good chance of winning it. And you know, to be the inaugural first winners of the competition yeah. ever, again, you know, what what a chance to make history, more history for us. So, I think in in in, in the long in the long run. It, you know, we deserve to go out of the Europa League anyway. We, we were nowhere near good enough. Having said yeah. that, um, the way we've been this season, you just can't call what Leicester's going to turn up. It wouldn't surprise. It, it wouldn't have surprised me if we went to Barcelona and they come to us and we turned them over. That, that's just the yes. way it's gone for us this season. So it has, yeah. it has. I mean, that's Leicester <laughs> in a nutshell, isn't it? Really, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you know. I I was on I was on a show the other the week and it was hosted by an Arsenal fan, and I still can't get over the mentality of, of Arsenal fans that mm-hmm. they don't want to be in the conference. You know, they'd sooner finish eighth and not have to worry about the the, the conference because basically it, it's below them. I think is you know, and I know we've got a, we've got um, Anthony as an Arsenal fan here, and it wasn't Anthony, but I don't get that. It's below us, it's, but it's a European trophy. And if you win it, it's another gap you filled in the trophy cabinet. Exactly. And I can, I can see where you're coming from, definitely. And I think, you know, for a team like Arsenal now, that I think this is their, their first season, that this season that they've had without European football for yeah. quite a long time. And, you know, yeah. they are... They, Let's not kid ourselves. Arsenal—they they are a massive club, and they've got really mm. good history, and they've got good history. You know, with consecutively being in the Champions League, being top four. I know, you know, the last few years it's not really gone that way for them. But yeah. I think thing thing is obviously with Arsenal fans, and it's no fault of their own that they are used to a certain level of success. You know, they're used to the likes of playing. You know, you buy Munich, you Barcelona's, and and mm. people like that. So I can sort of see where they're coming from. But at the end of the day. You know the situation there. I know you know they've they've been pretty good this season. I've been been impressed with them. You know they're, they're pushing yeah, out bet, top yeah. four. Um, yeah. But I suppose when you're not in Europe at all, you know beggars can't be choosers, really, can they? <laughs> well, this this is it. And I mean Tottenham treated it with some disdain as well. But hopefully mm. Anthony 
the, the Arsenal fan has gone, because I don't want him ever quoting me on this. But I, I kind of know, and it's that immediate post-match feeling, but I kind of know where some of these fans of, of these clubs are coming from, because mm. we finished fifth the last two seasons. We've won the FA Cup. You know, we've won the, um, the uh, English Super Cup. Hashtag Community Shield. <laughs> but it is the English Super Cup. I don't care what anybody last, says. I, 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 I heard you call it that on a, on a show. That you, I think it was last week or something, and that's what I've started calling it. So I've yeah, that one if you were in Spain, it was. And when, you know, that's, that's good enough for me. Um, and, and then this season, I'm thinking, why aren't we up there? We should be up there. But we've no God-given right to be. So I kind of, yes, I do I do get it in a way. I'm willing to accept it a bit more. But I'd, I'd be quite happy to win, to win the conference, you know. Yeah. Um, apparently, Scott, just to, to digress slightly, Mike Ashley's to buy Derby, apparently. Got That's open. a shame for them. <laughs> yes, exactly. Got open. <laughs> uh, Put this to you, Josh, and, and we'll get onto the game in, in a second. But Anthony, who is obviously still here, the Arsenal fan, don't you dare clip that, Anthony. Don't you dare clip what I just said. Um, do Leicester fans want FA Cup or to do better in the league? It's a bit of an easy one for me to say. Um, after last season's success in the FA Cup, you know, I think we can all sort of die happy knowing that we've won it in our lifetime, you know, and it, it was always one of them, the one trophy that sort of seemed to English domestic cup anyway, that's, that's always evaded us. So, um, last, if you, if you asked, asked me the question last year, I, I did, and I think I remember at the time saying, you know, let's go all out for the cup. It's a trophy at the mm. end of the day, you know, it, they are memories that you're like, you know, you're always going to remember years and years down the line, you know, you're not going to remember us finishing fourth or fifth, um, yeah. But this season, for me, I think I'd like to see us push on, push on more in the league. I'm not. I, I think I'd like. I, th I think we can still. Get, it, sound, it may sound ridiculous, but I still think we can still challenge for that top four place. Mm -hmm. Purely because, like yeah. I said, all it takes is a good run of games, good yes. few wins, and you're right up there. So, um, yeah, for me, this season probably do better in the league purely because we won it last season. You know, obviously to win it. To win it twice on the bounce would be absolutely amazing, and yes, you know it'd feel it'd feel just as good as the first time. But yeah, for me this season, I think um, doing better in the league would suit me better. To, to win two on a bounce would be absolutely amazing. Uh, unlike Chelsea, of course, who just lost two on the bounce. But then again, yeah. they did they did win the Champions League, so we'll give we'll give them that. But Anthony, <laughs> I, I've got to agree with Josh, and it's funny, isn't it? Like last season, yeah, FA Cup. I mean, like I say how much it meant to me. I was crying when we won it, and I turned around and my son, and he's not lived through it. I mean, I can remember one of the first games was the '69 FA Cup that we lost, and it meant so much when we've done it. So it's a case of, you know, if we win it again, we win it again now. It's uh, kind of sounding like an Arsenal fan, aren't I? I mean, <laughs> we've got, to me, I want to win something in Europe now before I uh, pass on this mortal coil. Because, you know, 14 clubs, only 14 clubs, have won all four trophies in English domestic football. That's the Premier League or stroke first division, FA Cup, League Cup, and the community stroke... Super Cup. Yeah. Um, Man United, Liverpool, Arsenal, Anthony, Man City, Chelsea, Spurs, Villa, Wolves, Blackburn Rovers, believe it or not, Sheffield Wednesday, Nottingham Forest, oh, God, 
West Bromwich Albion, <laughs> Leeds, and little old Leicester. So we're up there with some good company, aren't we? 14 and go. 40 clubs got a clean sweep, and uh, exactly. we're, 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 we're one of them. But um, the game, let's go, because we have got a little matter of uh, Mr. Claudio coming back, and he won't be, he's already been back. So I think we've, we've probably got that out of our system now, hopefully. Um, it is on Saturday at three o'clock. Um, a Saturday three o'clock game. My God, I've forgotten what they're like. That they came King Power. Excuse me. Uh, it's not on um, television anywhere at all. Uh, so you, you can pick up on LCFCRadio.com and BBC Radio Leicester. Um, I say the the, the LCFCRadio.com is through the website, and you can pick that up all over the world. Radio Leicester. You have to be in the uh, in the county, but. This has come out today. Leicester City could be down to eight outfield players as injury nightmare worsens. I mean, have you got your boots, Josh? Uh, you know what? I, I was going to say me and my wife are actually going down tomorrow. So I might actually uh, <laughs> take my boots and machinies, pair of goalie gloves, and I might, <laughs> the way I like to say, the way I put on weight over Christmas, I might go in goal and just sit there and fill it for them. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> like, you like that, you like that, that keeper like, the season that has, has the pies. But yeah, going on, on to your point, mate, it's, it's, and you, you were saying it before, Andy, it, it's scary really how many injuries we've got. It's, some uh, something I, don't, I mean I don't know you I spoke to I spoke to somebody about it at work today and they were saying um it was sort of pointing it down to you know could it be down to even little things like you know the new training facility and things like that and I just thought no it can't really it can't really be stuff like that but it only seems like I mean it's not a conspiracy theory at all but it only really seems like yeah. we've really struggled for injuries since the physio Dave Rennie left. Yes. You know, whereas before yes. we were getting, you know, two or three injuries here and there, which is, you know, that that's it's sort of standard in football, isn't it? You know, you're not you're not going to have everybody fit every week of the season. Apart from when we won the league and we were extremely lucky mm. to not really get any serious injuries then. But yeah, the numbers and it, it's it's mental. It really is, and I I can't quite put my finger on where it's all going wrong. You know, it, whether whether it's a case of rushing players back and, but I don't really feel like. I don't really feel like Brendan really rushed anybody know. back, that's from being thing, honest with you. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. He, he, he actually doesn't. So I, I don't know. It's just like, it just seems to be, it's, it's, again, it's it's a story of it. It's a story of the season. I don't really like to emphasise it too much because then you feel like you're coming coming out of excuses. But, you know, it, you hear it on the radio, you know, talk sports yeah. on about, oh, you know, Liverpool's injuries <laughs> and stuff like that. And you think, God, we've got like, when you put it like that, we've yeah. got like eight fit, Eight fit first teamers to play tomorrow. It's, it's unbelievable, yeah. really. It really it is. is. I mean, during that Premier League season when we won it, and Facebook user, not sure who you are, you've not put your name, but I'm trying to forget Osden Dewey Bauer, whatever he was, that the Wickham got on CFAX. Roy E. Sando, his name was. Roy E. Sando. That was it. That's easy for you to say. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> I do know what you mean. Maybe we, maybe we have to go down that. Um, Thing. Andrew says, you see, Andrew says here, um, apparently uh, a lot of it is down to Brendan's training regime. I mean, I could understand that. And I thought that at the time, because like you said, Dave Rennie's gone, we've got all these injuries, and so much of it is not on pitch injuries. Mm. But 
is it down to Brendan? Is it the fact we got rid of Brendan? So we had that Cairo room, whatever, that freezing room that people were in. Uh, but a lot of our players, I mean, like Jamie Vardy now, he, he wouldn't normally be out for as long as he has been this season on and off. Mm. But he's older, his injuries are taking longer. But other clubs are just as bad as us. And I think that's the problem. But Brendan, it, Brendan's not one for rushing players back. You know, look at Madison. He was getting, you know, 15 minutes here, then 25, then 45 for a half. He doesn't, I don't think he, he rushes them back at all, but it is. I mean, just reading today, Luke Thomas and Bubakari Samare are the latest players to be ruled out while there are doubts over Timothy Castagna and Kieran Dewsbury Hall. Uh, I mean, God, who, who are we going to play? The only outfield <laughs> players who are fit and definitely available are, and I never thought I'd say this, the only centre-back we've got is Yannick Vestergaard, Hamza Chowdhury. He's done all right for us. He has done all right for us. Yuri Tillemans, thank God. Um, mm-hmm. James Madison, Harvey Barnes, so he's back. Mark Albright and Nadimola Luckman and everybody's favourite, Ioisi Perez. Perez, if you're looking, Mr Perez, here's a challenge. This is your moment. Everybody yeah. has their five minutes of fate. This is you. You're gonna you could be up front. You're the only recognized striker we've got. I mean, Dakar's injured, but I think is it Zimbabwe that who does he play for? He plays for Zambia, Zambia. doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Zimbabwe might not be able to make it. So Zambia said they'll stand in, so they might be calling him over as well for the AFCOM. But but Mr. Perez, get out there, score three or four. And we'll love you. <laughs> you know, you've done it set up to the mark. But Jamie Vardy is out for eight weeks. Or oh, Johnny Evans is out for eight weeks. I think Jamie Vardy's seven or eight. I mean, God. And the thing is with Brennan, he didn't have this trouble when he was at Liverpool, which makes me question whether it's him or not. Mm. Again, it's hard to really put your finger on where where it's all sort of going wrong, injury-wise, for us. I, I mean, think Scott's got a good point here, though, Josh. It could, know, we, yeah, we it are could playing be. more games. Yeah. Mm. It could be. Um, and I suppose, you know, you, you look at the sort of players we bought in in the summer to sort of, you know, add more add more depth to the squad. And unfortunately, you know, that hasn't really worked out for us because more players have got injured. So it's... I don't, I don't really. I, I mean, it's like you say, you know, calling the team for tomorrow. It's just the toss of the coin. It's it's all up in the air. It could have, anybody yes. could get a game. You know, Steve Walsh could get a recall. Neil <laughs> Lennon and Andy Impey on the right wing. Come on, mate. Get your boots yeah. on. Just get your boots on. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's going to be. It'll be strange tomorrow. It will be. That said. And, you know, Scott said there, you know, we've, we've got a damn good youth system, you know, that we've, we've, we can see that from, well, Ben Chilwell obviously came through it, but, you know, we've got um, Kieran Dewsbury Hall, we've got Luke Thomas. In a way, I'm almost quite grateful, and I'm, I'm getting, I am beginning to sound now probably like some of the teams that I, fans I used to hate, but I'm actually glad we've only got Watford. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're, they're 17th and in free fall. I mean, changing. I mean, I love Claudio to bits, but he proved at, at Fulham he's not a manager for a relegation battle, and they're a lot worse off now than they were when when he took over. Um, but we're tenth; we should be beating them, and we did quite easily before, obviously. But I suppose that's the only saving grace: a we're at home, and b 
you know, I'd be dreading to go out and be playing a sort of a, a Liverpool, Chelsea, Man City on Saturday uh, tomorrow. You sort of look at it as well as if to see, as if to think like it's a good job. It is a cup game and not a league game that we've that you know nobody wants injuries, but if injuries are going to come. Um, like you say, you know, obviously Evans and Vardy, they're going to be out for, mm. for quite a while. And obviously with the players we've got missing, you'd sort of hope that, you know, the I think we've got we've got Everton coming up on Tuesday as well. But it, it's yeah. sort of, it's the idea, it's, it's never ideal time to get injuries. But, you know, third round, of, third, third round of the FA Cup, it's, you know, no matter what people say, Watford, I don't, I don't think they, they ain't a bad team to be honest. And they have got some dangerous players, you know, the mm. likes of Emmanuel Dennis. I don't think he's playing tomorrow. I think he's out. You know, they've got you know Josh King, uh, Musa Soko. They have got some decent players. So it's going to be one of them where I could see, as you know, fielding a obviously no choice but to field a, a weakened team now. Mm. Um, and it's one of them where you think, well, you know, if if, if Watford do go on to beat us, it's well. You know, sort of not not what what did you expect, but it, it's just literally we've got to play the hand without, unfortunately. But um, yeah, it's it is it is it is a strange one, and I think had we gone into tomorrow with a a full strength team, then I'd be I'd be a lot more confident. But mm. I think now, you know, with the news of the injuries we've got, um, it's up in the air for me. It's just tomorrow. Tomorrow's results just literally a toss of the coin. Can it? Can it get to penalties as well? Does it go straight to penalties? They don't. I they don't think, do replays. I, I believe either. there's no replays. Yeah. I think extra time first or not? I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, but but no. Scott says there that you'll want Akinbaya. I tell you what. I'd even take Akinbaya back at this stage. You know. But <laughs> um, do you know? And Jochim, I think he's still playing somewhere. But um, do you know what? And I'm going to be con- probably controversial here. If we've only got eight outfield players, why aren't we asking for the game to be postponed? I think it's one of them as well where, uh, was it the FA or I read something, was it yesterday or I can't remember if it was yesterday or the day before where they've said that regardless, because I don't because they don't want to postpone any more games, mm. they're saying that even if you have to field a, a team of under-23s, then... You've, you've got to fulfil the fixture, which, you know, I think at the end of the day, it's, it's sort of fair enough because you look at last season, Aston Villa had to do it against Liverpool when they had, yeah. you know, they, they were decimated with injuries. And, no, sorry, Liverpool had to do it against Aston Villa. Um, yes. Yeah, they yeah. Field, field, fielded a youth team because they had no choice. So it's sort of, I suppose, what's good for the goose and all that. It's mm. For me, I don't really want to see any more games postponed if, I mean, COVID-related, that, that's something totally different. You know, yeah. that's that's just the way of the world at the minute. And, you know, postponements are going to happen with that, unfortunately. But with injuries, I'd sooner just get the game on tomorrow if we have to play a team of, you know, 11 under-23s than just do it, just just get the game over and done with. And, you know, what will be, will be. And, and yeah, I get that. And, and the other thing, I suppose, is if we weren't playing this many games... It would mean we wouldn't be as successful mm. as we are, and you know, if we're back down in the championship, I mean, virtually every other week it's Thursday midweek games as well as weekend games. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we exactly like kind... like like you say, you hope that I mean, because you know, I think you think a lot of these players as well, they're not really used to, especially like, you know, from last season, first, you know, first season back in Europe since the Champions League. But a lot yeah. of the players ain't really used to playing 
you know, like you say, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, yeah. you know, and and so on. So, it, and we have got, you know, we've got a fairly young team as well. So, I think it'd take quite a few years of consistent seasons like that for them to really catch up and get used to it. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, like I say, mate, I'd sooner just get the game on and, and get over and done with and see what yeah. happens. Yeah, and, and at least we can. I mean, I know the Everton Tottenham games are coming quite quickly, but at least we can get rid of them in January. And you know, when there's uh, in February, of course, we 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 uh, start in the conference. But yeah, exactly. The form guiding. Yes, I know it's the Watford on the left when we're at home. But it was the only graphic I could find. But going into uh, the game t- tomorrow, and I know this is league form and it's it's FA Cup form. Five, you know, they've lost five on the trot, and I think it's six because I think they lost to us just before that. Um, but I think if you look at our side, that definitely sums up our season. You know, draw, lose, win, lose, win. <laughs> you never know, like yep. you say. And we've we, every time we do well, we seem to think like, oh, this is this is it. We've turned the, you know, there was there was the Man United game. That's it. We're going to kick on. Then there was the Watford game. That's it. We're going to kick on. Now there's a Liverpool game. Like. Ooh, are we going to do it this time? You know, but yeah. it, is a, it is a distraction, I suppose, from the league. And I don't know. I mean, whether I'm being unfair to Watford, thinking that we're going to, you know, it's going to be an, an easier game for us. I think the thing is as well, like, I think their recent runs really, you know, if you, uh, to be fair, I mean, I know they lost, um, they lost one of the last games against Spurs, uh, Spurs um, it was last weekend or whenever it was. Um, yeah. If you'd have told me, you know, that they've lost the last six, you'd think, oh, great, you know. But you look at the teams they've played and they've had it really tricky. You know, like you say, you know, we beat them mm. just before Chelsea. Then, you know, to play Man City, Brentford away is really tough. You know, we we found that this season when we only just beat them. And then, yeah. um, you know, West Ham are on a good run. Um, Conte's got Spurs firing. So, I don't really... Them sort of results don't really shock me for Watford. And it's no disrespect to them at all because they're, they're the sort of games where you look at them on paper... Before that, before their games played, and you sort of think, well, Chelsea they're not going to get anything, Spurs are not going to get anything, uh, Man City they're not going to get anything. And I suppose the only game that I'd have really looked at that and thought they may they may have got three points was maybe Brentford away. But as I say, yeah. it's it's a tricky place to go. They play some really good football, so mm. yeah, I don't, that's why I said earlier. I don't really think Watford. I don't think they're as bad as their league form suggests. But I think obviously, like you're saying, as you've seen, the last six games really ain't helped them because they have really been sucked into that relegation battle now but yeah. again against the likes of you know your man cities and stuff you're not really you're not really going to get anything from them anyway no i mean andrew says here and i can see where he's coming from are we really letting pratt go now the problem is as as indeed scott scott answers in there and i agree with you scott he wasn't he it, when everybody was fully fit pratt wasn't going to get into the first team mm. And that, you know, he wasn't he wasn't going to get a starting, you know, berth. And he wanted to play as a Belgium international. And they're the best, you know, international team in, in the world at the moment. And so he wanted to go. So, yes, if we'd kept him, and I wanted to because I really rated him. But then who do you drop for him? Tillemans? Madison? Do you know what I mean? Perez would obviously be a yes. But that's the problem. <laughs> I would have loved to have kept him. <laughs> I'm sounding like Brad, aren't I? I'm really... <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Perez. Um, but no, you know what I mean, though. It, it's I would have loved to have kept him, and he would have come into his own now. But you know, he, he wanted game time. 
it's hindsight, isn't it, mate? Hindsight's a wonderful thing. You know, if yeah. if you could look into the future at the time, we let we let Pratt go and sort of think, you know, we're going to get all these injuries as a player we could ideally do with, then of course, you know, it, it made sense to have kept him. But as you say, Chris, at the time, it's you weren't really going to drop anybody for him. As much as I really, yeah. I really rate Pratt, I, I think yeah. on, it, on his day, and I think he does a good job for us, you know, he never does really anything spectacular, but he's never really done, he's never really had a, a, a really poor game for us. I think he just keeps things ticking over. So, um, it's a pl- he's a player at the time where I'm disappointed that we let him go out on loan. But again, as you touched on, um, he's one of them players where you could understand him wanting to go because he is a Belgium, Belgium international, you know, and I think he mm-hmm. played, he plays a lot of games for the Belgium national team as well. So he wants his first team football. So of course, yeah. um, you can't really begrudge him wanting to leave, but it was just uh, unfortunate for us really, because I do, I do really like Pratt. I think he's a good player. Um, you, this is now. This is a voice from the past. Apparently, Slimming World has just closed for the evening, so he's managed to to get on the chat here. And uh, Mr. Lockwood, <laughs> <laughs> think we'll see Nelson tomorrow. Perez up front for me. Get the cake down, you Josh. I had to read that twice. I think it said Coke, but get the cake down, you Josh. We only live once. Apparently, Lee Lee was um, kicked out of. Um, Weight Watchers for being uh, for for being horrible and nasty, but apparently he accepted it with huge grace because she was kicked <laughs> out as well. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't one of mine. <laughs> Welcome along, Lee and Emma. Right, and I, can't right, remember, I can't remember how the tune goes. Happy New Year, Lee and Emma, and your lovely children. I've got to say that I'm contractually obliged to be nice to him when I'm on, <laughs> when I'm on camera. But, uh, um, uh, Scummy Scott makes the point as well here. Um, <laughs> what's he say? I've been all along, but as a Facebook... Oh, you were the Facebook uh, user. Okay. Oh, yeah, you see. <laughs> Hiding behind the anonymity of, a, uh, anonymity of a, being a keyboard warrior were with Ellie. <laughs> we know you. We know you. Um, you couldn't get those big fingers into the keys, could you? That's what it was. But Scott <laughs> says here, I mean, I think we've seen the end of Benkovic. If Benkovic can't get in the team when, you know, we're, we're in this situation. He's he's never going to play again. And um, I, 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 I genuinely think my, my nine-year-old daughter's got more chance of playing for Leicester than Benkovic has. And it's strange yes. because... Because Rogers, Rogers, you know, he took him to Celtic and he seemed to really rate him. He was playing a lot of games there. And I don't... Yeah. At the he end of the day, I suppose... Yeah, I suppose at the end of the day, you know, Rogers and the coaches see more of him in training than what we, we ever will. So mm. they, they must know what they're doing. But if he can't get a game tomorrow with the injuries we've got, then yeah. you definitely know that he's, he's never, ever going to play for us again, is he? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what the ruling is because he's obviously not in the under-23s technically, mm. but he's not been included in our Premier League squad. So, But because of the situation, whether we'd be allowed to or not. But yeah, like you say, he, he obviously... And we've got to trust trust Brendan in this. He thinks he's okay for Scotland and not mm. okay for England. I think it probably says more about Scotland than it does anything else. Um Andrew says here, and obviously the news today, that Cortino has finally gone to Villa, so that will stop all the links with us that pop up every time. And to be honest with you, I don't think he would have been a good signing. I think he would have been, some for me, somebody that came in on a huge wage. All right, they may not be 
paying it all. Barcelona will be paying it most of it, I, I believe. But he wouldn't have fitted into the the Leicester ethic, you know, that band of brothers yeah. sort of thing. He'd be, he'd, he'd be that huge fish in yeah. a, in a small pond. I couldn't I couldn't agree more, mate. I think he's um, I do really rate him as a player. He's yeah. he's absolutely fantastic, and you know the seasons that he had for Liverpool when they nearly won the league, and 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 you know playing like that, he, he's brilliant. I, I think he, he'd be a really good player for Villa, and but yeah, for us, he's like like you said. He, I don't. I think he'd be, you know, it's sort of like when you know when we were first linked with Yuri Tielemans and he were a player that at the time I thought we'll never get him, but he's sort of come into and he's, he's bought he's, he's sort of bought into the ethos of the team. Yeah. And like I say, all working for each other and, and no, no, I suppose it's no fault of Coutinho's at all, but you know, you look at some of the players I guess he's played with, you know, the likes of Barcelona yeah. and Liverpool and stuff, so you can sort of understand why he might be a bit more. Not big headed as such, but a bit more flashed than the other lads, and he might not really yeah, put yeah. the effort in. But he's a fantastic signing for Villa. That is really good, and um, he's, yeah. I think it's good to see him back in the Premier League as well. It, it is, and and I think um, this kind of sums up probably why we've not gone for him. And I think I think sometimes clubs are pressurised by fans that we've got mm. to. It's a, it's a transfer window. We've got to make a signing. I remember Pochettino being absolutely lambasted one January window when he didn't make any signing. It's a bad window because everybody knows that if you're going on for somebody in, in January, then you're desperate. Uh, they up the money and then you've got Newcastle sloshing the pounds around, so they're upping the money again. But when you know, the headline says Brendan Rodgers opens up on Leicester City loan search for a central defender... <laughs> kind of says it all, really. So I don't think we could have afforded him. I think, for me, when we bought Yannick Vestergaard, and I was happy at the time because it was a quick decision that we bought because we'd got the gap. But I think that took money out that we weren't planning on spending. And I, and I think that's probably why we, we, we loaned Luckman rather than buying him. Definitely, yeah. And like you say, the, the Fafana injury, obviously... It, we had, we had to play that hand, didn't we? Like you say, I think it was money that exactly that you said, you know, we didn't expect to, to pay out for, for a central defender. But um, it'd be interesting to see if we try and get in on loan because, like, like, you know, t- today's news about all the injuries we've got, it's sort of forced us on now where we are going to have to bring in at least, you know, I mean, a centre-backs without, without question, that needs to happen. Um I can see trying to bring at least two or three players in on loan. Um, as you say, I don't really think the money's there for us to sign anybody permanently. It might surprise us and we might sign somebody permanently, but um, mm. I can see two or three two or three loan deals hopefully yeah. getting done anyway. I think there'll be a couple going out, but whether that's going to give us enough to buy anybody decent, who mm. knows? And Scott, I, 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 take, I take exception to that. I wouldn't, you know, Cameron Diaz, she'd, she'd, she'd be punching above her weight, mate, if she was waking up in bed with me, I tell you. Oh, sorry, sorry. She'd be punching me if she woke up in bed with me. That's what she'd be doing. Um, no, I've just, I've, my mind's gone now. I've, I've gone off to, uh, off on, on all different tracks there, Scott. Uh, Andrew, sorry, you've, uh, you've made me... Um, Yes. I tell you what, we'll take a quick break while I, uh, I go and have a very, very quick uh, rub down with the wet Daily Mail. Back after this. It didn't happen in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. 
Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. Leicester Till I Die TV, home of the FA Cup winners. Oh, it sounds good that I uh, always always brings a, brings a little bit of a dampness to my eyes. But um, it, look, you know, we we have got the the advantage over over Watford. We played them thirteen times. This is Premier League games. I mean, we've not played them in the FA Cup, but believe it or not, since 1982 in a fifth round clash, and we won 2-0 at Filbert Street. And I don't know these things off, off the top of my head. I do have Google <laughs> open here in case you're thinking I'm an amazing stat man. Um, on paper, you've got to say, on paper, it, it you know, <laughs> I said this earlier, and it's no disrespect to Watford, but we should be beating them. But I can say, I can just say it, it, it's, and, and I'm just hoping that the players that come in take that chance that they've been given. Yeah. Definitely, it's, it goes without saying. Really, I think there's there's certain players who have got a lot to prove. I.e., you touched on it earlier, Iose Perez. It's mm-hmm. it's a game made for him, really. Um, I don't think it's a game where we'll probably see him out on the out on the right wing, where Brendan seems to shove him at the not the best of times. It's it's a game where we'll probably most see most likely see him up front, which is you could say his preferred position, I guess. Um, yeah. But I think, you know, obviously with the injuries we've got, we're going to have to play a weakened team. I think um, I think Watford will make a lot of change as well because they've got some important um, Premier League games coming up. And obviously being in the uh, relegation scrap, they need to pick as many points as they can. So yeah. it's going to be, it'll, it'll be interesting come um, two o'clock tomorrow to see what teams we've both put out, to be honest with you. And I think... <laughs> I, think, I wish I could give you my uh, my prediction then because up until then I don't think I, can, I don't think I can. <laughs> I mean, you, you've got to go out and you've got to choose the uh, the starting eleven in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that to you. Um, I mean, that was the last time we played them early in the season. Amazing game started in 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 sunshine, ended up in a in a force nine snowy gale. Four um, two. If you know, if we can play that way. Again, it would be, but I say we haven't got haven't got the players. I mean, you know, Scott says here, and and I I can't even put, not even going to attempt to pronounce his name. I, in a way, no disrespect. I hope some of these players don't make it because I can't pronounce them. I have trouble <laughs> with Bertrand, you know. But I think yes, we could see a lot of youth players, and I just like we just said then we let's hope they stand up. And Perez, he's not necessarily you know he's not known as an out and out striker, but. Bless whoever that was, but <laughs> <laughs> but when you look at who we've got, even I would put Perez on. He'd be the first name on that sheet because at least he does know where the goal is. Definitely, and again, sort of we've got no choice but to. And it, you know, you know what, we're not really seeing much of Perez this season. And I know, you know, one of the panelists is delighted with that, Scott. <laughs> um, Brad, sorry, Brad, Brad. Scott, um, getting the blame for everybody else today. I, yeah, I know, yeah. I we love you, Scott. <laughs> from what we've seen of Perez this season, again, you can't. I don't think really think you can judge him that much. Um, when he's played, I don't think he's been that bad. He's not really stood out for us this season at all, obviously because he's hardly played. Um, yeah, I think as we, as we say, tomorrow's a it's a game that's. 
it's made it's made for him really because he's yeah. going to be you know on the pitch with the players that we're going to have to put out. He's going to be one of the he's one of the senior players without doubt, and um, mm. he's going to have to be the one that you know that's that's doing a lot of running and creating a lot of chances. So I think a lot of the a lot of the players will be looking to win, sort of make things happen for us. So it's going to be a big game for him tomorrow. But having said that. Brendan might throw a complete spanner in the works and not even play him. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I mean, I, you know, he, he posts a lot on Instagram. He seems to be putting the work in in training. Um, and I think had he come, let's say, for a £10 million price tag, we probably wouldn't, you know, be, be mm. thinking this about him. But because he's got this £30 million tag on his head, um, Brendan's first signing, and we think of him as a striker. You know, and yeah, but he, he says he's not an out and out striker and he doesn't get the goals, and therefore we think he's bad. And I think a lot of the time, you know, we're not as Leicester fans are like, we love to pick on somebody, don't we? And unfortunately, when Chilwell went, you know, Perez, I think, got the sh- short straw. But, yeah. um, <laughs> partly just, just to quote some of the things here, Watford have been eliminated in all three of their previous FA Cup ties with Leicester. Losing in, I said before, 82 in 1936. And Craig, if he's watching, will remember this 1909. <laughs> 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 but here's a record we might get, and I think we don't want to get. Having won the FA Cup for the first time last season, Leicester come into this match as holders. It does sound good, that. In only one of the last nine seasons have the holders gone out in the third round with Arsenal losing 4-2 <laughs> away at Nottingham Forest. Sorry, Anthony, if you're still watching, but yes. Um, I don't... <sighs> Ooh, yeah, I have a feeling there might be two on there, but this is... I mean, <laughs> since, but, and this is the thing. Since his debut in the FA Cup in January 16, Leicester's Kelechi and Acho have scored more FA Cup goals than any other player. 14. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I didn't. And... To think that sort of how many, although I said that the back end of last season he was playing regularly. Mm. Um, Andrew says here 30 million pounds is cheap compared to Man United who played 80 million for a donkey. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's crazy. And if he has a good AFCOM, I can see him coming back and knocking on Brendan's door saying, Oi. You know, I want I want game time. I th- you know what? I think he should be doing that regardless because mm. last season, I mean, you know, last season without him, you know, when when Vardy was sort of going through that dry spell and not scoring many goals. Yeah. If it weren't for Nacho, we wouldn't have even stood a chance of fighting for the top four last season. Anyway, you know, he scored he scored so many massive goals for us. You know, you look at it as in you know. Um, third goal against Man United in the FA Cup um, yeah. quarterfinals was it, and then you know the the goal in the semi final against so, Southampton, yeah. and he deserves a lot more game time than what he's had. Um, mm. For whatever reason, even you know when, even last season when you know we obviously went to top with him and Vardy, and there yeah. were still times where you thought, I don't know if I don't know if Brendan really rates Ian Acho. I mean, it's strange, it really is because. When he's when he's in a purple patch, he'll score goals for fun, and he's not really had that chance this season. So, if I mean, if 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 I were him now, and and for what I've for, for what he did for his last season, and 
the success that he, he helped bring us more than anything. So it was really pivotal in that. I'd be, I'd be knocking on Brendan's door now and saying, you know, mm. I need, I, I need more minutes because he's one of them players where he could, he's, he could go elsewhere and he'll score goals for fun wherever he goes. And yes. he, he's proved yes. that when, when we've given him the chance. Well, this, and, and just to go back to what we said before, there's a lot you can't blame Brendan for this season. And, you know, one of those is, you know, the fact that he hasn't had a lot of first-team players. He hasn't been able to play. Mm. You know, he, he gets a winning team, and then, half, you know, two or three of them go down with COVID or somebody gets an injury or what have you. But, you know, having done as well as they did last season, and he didn't want to play two up front. He had to kind of struggled on that because Madison was injured. And he mm. brought... Nacho and, and, and Vardy together and it was great to see and I, you know, I thought that's what we'd be seeing when we originally bought him but as soon as he could he dropped and went back to just the one I, yeah. and that's what I don't get with Brendan you know I, you know what I think I, I guess just just touching on the you know the Madison injury last season and you know I suppose mm. Brendan had to sort of accommodate Ian Nacho you know like you say playing two up top and Soon as Madison comes back, you know, it, unfortunately, it's Nacho that, that that gets the chop. Um, a lot, I do like to see as we're tilt top. Uh, oh, yes. I think it, it, it's it, again, you know, it's a formation, and not a lot of teams play top front. You know, you only got the likes of the, the you know the Burnleys of the world that, yeah. that tend to do it, and it catches a lot of teams out. You know, when you've got two players up front, because you know, nine times out of ten, a lot of teams, and especially in the Premier League this season, in the Premier League nowadays, just play. You know. The one up front with the with the two um, wide wingers, you know, cutting inside mm. and stuff. So, I do like to see to you know talk front for us. But again, it's like you say, it's just a case of you know, obviously Madison being out injured, he had no mm. choice but to play natural front. And yeah. as much as it worked, Madison coming back and you know, especially with form he's in now, yeah, again, he, yeah. He, you know, he's a player that you don't want to drop. So it's it's unfortunate, really. <laughs> Oh, oh! To, you know, a few years ago, we would have died for having these problems, wouldn't we? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, when yeah. when you think, you know, the the likes of years ago, and do I mean, you know, like the Craig Levine years when we had oh. um, Elvis Hammond and Mark DeVries <laughs> fighting Mark it out. Mark DeVries, my hero, mate. My, you know, <laughs> the only, the only striker I've ever said that Leicester had that was worse than Aki Akinbayi. <laughs> 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 Yeah, uh, I mean, he became a hero when he scored that that winning goal against um, uh, Spurs in the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. But if you look yeah. at it, he actually scuffed it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> I think if he'd hit it properly, it wouldn't have gone in. <laughs> but, oh, and Elvis Hammond, God, couldn't wait for him to leave the building. I tell you, but uh, <laughs> oh, making me, taking me back now, making me shake. Right. Uh, Josh, thank you so much. I'm going to ask before you go. You know what I'm going to ask you. Give me a prediction. I know I said I couldn't um, without knowing the team, but I'm going to go. I'll go. I'll go two one Leicester. I'm going to go the same. To be honest with you, because you know the fact that we kept a clean sheet against Liverpool is still a miracle. It was a Christmas miracle. It really was, you know. Um, what <laughs> Wolves on the opening day in Newcastle who couldn't, uh, couldn't score in the uh, proverbial ladies' <laughs> house of ill repute, you kind of go, okay, they were the two that we've, we've kept. But then to go out with the squad we had and keep a clean sheet at Liverpool, I just can't see us doing that again. And I think Watford will look at this and think this this is the time when, 
Yeah. We're playing Leicester at a good time. So I think they will get a goal. Uh, only because, you know, uh, we're playing one at the back and it's Yannick Vestergaard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think they will they will get a goal. But I, I just hope that the, the, the Foxy spirit, you know, the, the, the never-say-die spirit, you know, comes through and, and the youngsters that get a chance go out and it's at home, so they're going to have the crowd behind them. Yeah, and exactly. let's just hope, you know, they do they do themselves proud. Definitely, I did say that was the last definitely. question, but this is going to be the last question. If we do lose, there's going to be the shouts probably of old Brendan out, blah, blah, blah. But if we lose, I, I can't blame, you know, I can't blame when, when you look at the squad and the fact that, and I know everybody's lost players to AFCON, you know, Liverpool, the, Watford actually have lost more than any other team mm. in, in, the, in, the, in the Premier League to AFCON. So, you know, you can't necessarily blame that, but... If we lose, after to just kind of put it down as the year that we're having at the moment. Yeah, exactly, mate. And I think again, and it just it seems to be the the topic of conversation about the injuries today. But it, mm. like like you like you said, Chris, I think you know with a with a technically a second string team out really, um, or majority majority of second team player yeah. like you know reserve players. It's going to be a case just go out there and just do what you can. And like you say, just, as long as you put the graft in and, you know, try and play good football, you know, the results will take care of itself. But it's, um, for me, it's it's a bit of a free hit for Brendan tomorrow now, I, I think, personally. You know, it's, it, yeah. it's not going to be a game where, as long as we don't get absolutely smashed, it, you know, if it's a game where we lose, then it's going to be like, well, it's sort of, sadly, it is what it is. I, I don't think I'll be yeah. a... I don't think I'll be losing any sleep over it. But having said that, if we go, if, if, if we go on to lose 6 or 7 nil tomorrow, then uh, yes. I don't think I'll be getting any sleep at all, to be honest. <laughs> and we would, we would be equaling Arsenal's long-held record of going being the holders that go out in the third round. <laughs> yeah. Talking of yeah. Arsenal fans, hello, Melina, how are you? Typical Arsenal, just coming good at the end. Uh, where have you been for the last 89 minutes <laughs> Josh I'm going to go I've got, I've got another if everybody's doing anything at 9 o'clock get over to Turf Morehouse TV and myself and um, the, 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 the ginger the ginger minger in Dan we are going to be doing a uh, predict the score for the FA Cup so um, it'll be interesting to see what he says about Leicester but in the meantime Josh thank you so much for this it's been a pleasure having you on again and the, the pleasure must have been all yours. <laughs> always <laughs> is. Always is, Chris. Always is. <laughs> and hopefully, if you free, see you this time next week. But thanks very much. All the best to, to, to your good lady wife and your children. Take care of them and stay safe. God bless you. Cheers, Chris. Look after yourself. Mate. See you next week, pal. And you well. Take care, mate. Bye-bye. It's all right, mate. Bye, pal. Cheers. And, and don't forget your, uh, your Mr. Lester mug. Oh, he's gone, <laughs> and and he went. That you say you say, Mister Leicester Mug. <laughs> it was quite, I have to be just to explain that he, he's quite a, a, a you know he's got the figure of a bouncer. Let's say, show. I wouldn't like to meet him down a dark alley at two o'clock in the morning. You know, and, and he's quite muscly. He's covered in tattoos, and he's drinking a cup of tea. And I thought it was a Mister, well, it was a Mister Men Mug, and I said it just did not go with the image at all. But in, then I've got to say, it was a um, <laughs> it was a Mister Lester cup. So yeah, I kind of kind of forgive him on that. Um, but this is it. <laughs>
is. It's the Emirates FA Cup weekend. We go again. We go as holders, guys. Look, you know, get your flags out. If you're going down tomorrow, yeah, remember, remind everybody, Melina, if you're still here, we won the FA Cup last season. Do you remember? Yay! Can we do it again? It's an excuse to play this. It didn't happen in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. Leicester Till I Die TV, home of the FA Cup winners. Oh, how much longer though? Well, we've got until May. Let's hope we can drag it out a little bit and we don't embarrass ourselves. If you've been watching, thank you. Thank you so much. If you've been watching on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter, get over to YouTube. Please, please give us a subscribe. We are, I think, about nine off the 1.1 thousand. It'd be nice to get to the 1.1 thousand this weekend. Give us a subscribe. It doesn't mean it's going to pop up every time. You get that if you get the notifications. If you don't want that, don't press notifications. And if you are listening on Spotify to this on Catch Up, 15,000 plays. I, I, I have to say it every time because I'm just totally shocked. 15,000 plays on Spotify. I've obviously got the face for radio. That's what it is. That's what you're trying to tell me, isn't it? <laughs> We're going to be back tomorrow um, at approximately, blah, 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 he says, looking at his diary, at approximately um, quarter to six, six o'clock time, uh, when we'll be doing the post-match review with me and Brad, and hopefully we're talking about us still being in the FA Cup. But nine o'clock tonight, like I say, if you've got nothing planned, get yourself a Baileys, get your slippers on, sit down, turn the heating up, and watch me and the Ed Sheeran look-alike and uh, we might be singing the sausage roll song. Who knows, Scott? Uh, we will, what we will be doing is predicting FA Cup scores. So that should be a laugh. So get over there to it's Turf Morehouse TV. Get over there and give him all the support that you can. He deserves it. He's a great guy. Thanks for watching. Thanks also for listening on, on, on the podcast. And I'll see you in about 54 minutes. Bye now. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping. 
and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.